0: They lose. I think we're finished. Come on, let's give Him some praise. Come on, sing it out. You stepped. Cause You stepped into my by the hand, you marched me out in freedom, into the promised land, now I will not forget you. God. I'll sing of all you've done, death is swallowed up forever, by the fury of your love, you stepped, you stepped into my Egypt. you took me by the hand, you marched me out in land. now I will not forget you God. I'll sing of all you've done You swallowed up for by the fury of your we to oh. me, Father. pieces broken and scattered, in mercy gathered, mended and whole. Empty-handed, but not forsaken. The chains come on they're broken they've been broken for a while come on you want to just lift up a shout shout of praise. let's do this
1: come on let's lift it up lift it up
0: Just give him some praise.
2: Our lights are green.
3: There we go. We're green. All right, solid.
2: Good morning, church. Wasn't that amazing worship? so awesome to just be together, to praise God, and just worship in community, and it's so awesome what God is doing. Um, I am Tanya, Pastor Tanya. This is Pastor Abel. He is my husband, and we just want to welcome you here today. If You're online. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, We do have the Interactive Church. You can join us there, and for those of you in person, we love seeing your faces every Sunday.
3: Yeah, so exactly what she said. We do love seeing your faces every week. Um. If this is one of your first few times joining us. We are so thankful that you took the time to either join us in person or online. However, if you are in person, we do have a fun little gift for you. So after service, head over to the farthest uh, yellow tent that you see for a little fun treat from us. This week, we have Youth on Tuesday. It is our grad night, so it's going to be a ton of fun. It is going to be at my house. Yes, my house. I just found out right now. I wanted to make sure, you know. Uh, On Thursday, we have Fight Club also at my house. So, Josh, where are you at, Josh? Josh was trying to get the guys riled up during worship, and y'all failed. I know he doesn't have a beard yet, but you still have to respect him, guys.
2: (laughs) Pastor Abel, if we don't know what Fight Club is, what is it?
3: I can't tell you. (laughs)
2: there's new people, and they want to go to fight Club. Thursday
3: night, 6.30, my house, and that's all you need to know? A bunch of men hanging uh, out. Men, <laughs> men hanging out, yeah, around an, a manly-sized fire pit that's, if you don't know, you don't know, but if you know, you know, right? Uh, praying Wise group is this Friday. All these details, by the way, are going to be in the Church Center app, too. Um, youth camp is only about three weeks away, so... <laughs> Get ready for that. Uh, If you have questions, uh, talk to Mama Jen. Don't talk to me. I will forget. Uh, We do have a couple of spots left for high school and middle schoolers. So definitely talk to us about that. Um, If you missed the meeting last week, connect with Mama Jen as well so we can get you the packing list, all the do's and don'ts. Uh, But we love being connected with you guys. Um, It's just an amazing time to be here. Um, If you ever feel a need or you feel like, man, I want to do a little more. There is tons for you to do. Um, Any capacity, whether you feel like you are an introvert like me, yes, I am an introvert and this freaks me out, but it's okay. Um, Or you're someone that acts like this all the time because it's normal. Uh, Whether you wanna set up chairs or play with kids or run computer stuff in the back, uh, there's definitely a place for y'all. So connect with us.
2: And now we wanna call up all of our senior, high school seniors and Ms. Mama Jen, if you can come up here too.
3: Come on. You're never shy on Tuesdays. Why are you shy tonight? Yeah, I see you back there, buddy. Come on.
2: And if you are a high school senior who does not go to youth group, we still want to honor you as well. So if you can come up here as well.
4: We have five. One, two, three, four, five. I counted numbers. <laughs> so these are our high school seniors. Give it up for our 2021 high school seniors. Um, we all know that 2020, 2021 hasn't been the easiest year for our high schoolers, right? <laughs> Any student, actually, but especially our seniors because they got – a little cheated on certain things, but they have so much more coming for them. I know that God has big plans for them. We are so excited for Kayla and Macy and Tristan and Caleb and Sierra. God has big plans for these five, so look out. We, do you have anything you want to add?
3: I guess. (laughs) For uh, a lot of you, um, God, now I'm gonna cry. I've had the opportunity uh, with Mama Jen and all the other leaders of being alongside you through most of high school, and um,
4: I don't know if you know out there, but high school is not
3: like high school was back back in our day. High school is a whole nother ball game, and we've had the opportunity to be with them through the ups, through the downs, through the the politics. I don't remember politics in high school, <laughs> you know, but through the politics, through the drama, and um, I can't say it's always been fun, but it's been a pleasure, and it's been an honor, and um just know, just because you are done with high school does not mean we are done with you. Uh, my wife and I, are our, our youth pastors from when we were in youth, are actually our best friends now. I'm not saying I want to be friends, best friends with you. Don't, don't get me wrong. But we will always be there for you guys, uh, whether it's now or in 15, 20, 30 years.
4: Yeah, we, oh, this is a tough day because um, we've been with some of you guys. For four years, three years, Abel probably a lot longer because he's way older. Um, but that is not we love you guys. And I don't want to get rid of my seniors, but I'm so excited for what God has for you guys. I know that He has big plans and He's going to move. And I get to sit back and watch. <laughs> and now I get to pray for you and come alongside you, not necessarily as a leader, but as a friend. And I get to continue to pour into you guys, no matter if you're. 3000 miles away or 5 miles away, well he's going to be really far. But I won't <laughs> I won't cross seas. But um <laughs> I love you <laughs> and you guys are awesome. We will we'll call you. But you guys are awesome and we want to thank the parents because you guys raise amazing kids. Our seniors are amazing and it's because of you guys. We play a small portion of what you guys have already done in these amazing kids. You guys play the hugest portion. And so we thank you for loving our kids because these have been great role models for the rest of our youth, and we're excited, so if we can pray for our seniors, um, we can get all our hands lifted up, because we have some Coast Guard, we have some high school, uh, I mean, going off to college, we have some seniors that are not here, but we just want to pray over you guys, we want God to move, so let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you, Lord. We just thank you for these five and plus students that we have that are not just standing here, but at home or um, doing some seniors, other stuff. But we just love you, Lord. We just thank you for um, giving us these amazing kids. And as we send them off into this world, Lord, that they will be reminded that you have chosen them, that you have a platform a path so paved for them lord that you are going to use them in big ways. I hope they remember even a tiny bit of what we've taught them in the last couple years lord that they're able to go in and just move mountains. I pray that they're able to change the world for the future lord and they're able to change the culture of what it looks like and show them that Jesus is still here, that he loves them, that he is so good, lord, that they are amazing. And so lord, I thank you for this time. I pray blessings over them as they move forward and we thank Thank you in your heavenly name. Amen. We also have some great gifts. We have Bibles for them because when you go into the real world, you get a big kid Bible. You get an adult <laughs> Bible. It's a good study Bible. Um, and there are certain notes in there and certain highlighted verses as we as a team, we have Taylor and Madison and Des and Pastor Abel and myself and Crawford that have just poured and prayed over these Bibles. And so we are equipping you guys with your big kid Bibles. So welcome to the real world. There's whiteout. It's okay. We
2: can fix your name. my turn we're gonna get into our tithes and offering and and we all know that we give our tithes and our offering because God calls us to be obedient right and in James 1 22 he says don't just listen to my word but do what he says and I'm sitting here thinking of a verse to go over about your tithes and offerings he kept bringing me to a different verse that has nothing to do with tithes and offerings right but it says to be obedient so I'm going to be obedient (laughs) and um in 1 Thessalonians 5, 12, it says, Dear brothers and sisters, honor those who, lead, um, who are leaders in the Lord's work. They work hard among you and give you spiritual guidance. Show them great respect, wholeheartedly love because of their work. And we as a leadership team and just everybody in general know that leading a church is not easy. And sometimes it gets hard. And sometimes you need your congregation to come around you and just hold you up right? And so, Pastor Justin and Pastor Chelsea, I'm going to be obedient, and I want to pray over you, because I know that your week has been hard, and your hearts are weary, and you don't have everything that you need, but we're here to hold you up, and not because we're capable, because God says we're capable, and I don't know where Pastor Justin went, but oh, here he goes. And if the pastoral team can come up, and we just want to pray with you. We know you have an amazing message to give, but sometimes you need us to gather around you and just hold you up and show you God's love is God's people. God, we thank you we thank you that you've brought us here together all from different walks of life different places but you've called us to living stones church for a purpose you called us to be your hands and feet you called us to serve under pastor justin and pastor chelsea and you've called us to be there when they don't have the strength and we just ask you to lift them up to give them your wisdom to give them your strength to give them your courage and just to guide them in loving people well and, um, and we thank you. We thank you that they are here. We thank you that they are brave and open and honest and that they are real people who sometimes need people to just, just carry them, you know, just to lift up their arms and carry them. And we just thank you and we honor you and we praise you and we just thank you for this opportunity to just be a church and to love well. In Jesus' name, amen. And now you have Pastor Justin who's going to give you an awesome message. <laughs>
5: morning church I was pacing over there getting ready to knock out the devil and then I get knocked out myself we love you team we are unified amen amen come on oh time is it we got like three hours right all right good as long as we got some time well I guess I got to explain a little bit um so yes this this week has been really challenging. Um we we've it's probably been the most challenging week I've ever experienced as a pastor. <coughs> um and I've experienced a lot. Uh, so but just pray for us. Um a a good friend, I know he's listening right now. He's in a medically induced coma. Some of you may have seen on Facebook that there is a motorcycle accident that happened right down the street here in French Valley and uh, that was a friend of mine he watches every week yep and uh, and his fiance and she told me they'd be he they'd be watching right now but he can't he can hear he can hear us and so Mitch we love you ma'am we're praying for you we're praying for your bride to be and God. We commit as a church to wrap our arms around him and that family. That this journey is not just today; it's not just through the hospital time. It's it's for life, and we're doing this together. So, uh, we love you, Mitch, and praying over you, buddy. Um, oh gosh, his uh, his beautiful bride to be called me this morning, and she said, "I can't believe you answered." <laughs> they just watch us on TV. I, I guess I get to be a TV person, huh? That's kind of cool. <clears throat> but, no, it's uh, it's a, it's an awesome opportunity to be in people's lives and to love people. And, um, and then we uh, had another incident thing that we are going through and working through, and that's really challenging. And then I also found out that a, uh, a pastor brother of mine has been in, in jail since December. And uh, so that breaks my heart, too. But, <laughs> Whew. We're going to get through this today. You guys ready? <coughs> Is it okay that I'm a real person? Are you sure? Because uh, sometimes I feel like I need to be Superman for you. But uh, all right, where are my paper Bible people at? Do we have some today? Who's got the coolest looking Bible here? The seniors, the seniors got the coolest looking Bibles? That's right. They got some good ones, didn't they? Those things are really cool. Um <coughs> Oh, my gosh. Go ahead and turn in your Bibles to Genesis chapter 37. We're going to start in verse 5. And uh, as we get started, I want to say hi to the people online. Thank you guys for joining us. Let's see who we got here. I, I, I love these shout-outs to people that are all over the nation. Um, Pete Leppelman, love you. Carolyn McKinney, love you. Uh, Geraldine and the Harmio's, love you guys. My mother-in-law, Sonny Hassler, love you. Uh, Odami, Love you, girl. Monica Harper, Keith Corwin, Dave Keyes, Mike Schumacher, Catherine Amador. Come on. I love all of you. You guys are incredible. Fernando Villavicencio. Love you, man. You guys are awesome. Thank you for being online. Thanks for watching. Thanks for being a part. You know that you're a part of our church family even if you're watching online. Sorry, this thing keeps moving around, so it kind of goes in my mouth and then out of it. And so, sorry, Jim. He's trying to adjust me, but it'll probably be stuck like right there. So, we'll, we'll get that going. <clears throat> But I'm excited to get in the word today. I know that God's got a word for us. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? Goodness gracious, here we go. Congratulations, grads. You made it. You made it to the beginning, to the starting line. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited for you. Um, this ne- we're going to be in your life, too, through this next part of your journey and figuring stuff out. And as a church, we support you. We're in it with you. You always have people praying for you. I know your youth leaders are going to be in your lives for the rest of your life. So it's going to be awesome to watch what God does. All right. You got to stand up with your penguin shirt. You're doing it to me again, aren't you? Stand up. Yep. Everybody look at them. Five-time Stanley Cup champions. That's wonderful. You know the Oilers have five of those too, right? Just want to make sure you know that. Just want to make sure you know that. I know that they the penguins have 2 wins in the playoffs and the Oilers have 0. So we're we're all going to take a moment of silence and prayer this morning for my Edmonton Oilers. Lord Jesus, help them win today in the name of God. Amen. Okay. All right. Let's get in the word this morning. You know, I remember I remember graduation. I remember graduating high school. I remember thinking like this is it. I made it. And for those of you that are like, well, of course we all made it, right? I barely made it. Like like this this far. Like, all my all my teachers had to give me, like, special assignments so that I could make it. You know, you hear what I'm saying? So, I made it. But I thought, oh, man, once I get my diploma, that's, like, my key to freedom. What, are you are there, seniors? Are you with me? Right? You're like, oh, I'm an adult now. Yeah. I get to choose for myself. I'll have the large soda. Thank you. Right? You know, are you with me? Come on, somebody. You know, but it seemed like at that moment, things were finally falling into place. Are you with me? Go ahead and tell your neighbor. Today's message is titled, Falling into Place. Falling into Place. If you'd like, you can follow along in the YouVersion Bible app. Uh, click on the more button on the bottom. Events and Living Stones Church. All the notes and stuff are in there. Definitely check that out. Um, Genesis 37, verse 5. Are we there? Awesome. Verse 5 says, One night Joseph had a dream. Come on, somebody say dream. Oh, does anybody got a dream in here today? Come on, somebody. I'll, where are my dreamers at? Do we have dreamers in here today? Come on, high schoolers. I know you're thinking about that Lamborghini. I, I thought we saw like some some shiny blue car come in here earlier. I, I was finally glad I ordered that two years ago that it finally is delivered. No, okay, I'll, I'll repent. I'm not covetous in the name of Jesus. But no, no. As we talk about Joseph, I love I love this because we gotta we gotta understand Joseph's about 17 years old right here where this happens. And so, so he's right here just where our young people are at, thinking it's falling into place. Life is falling into place. His father, Jacob, he gave him, he, this was his favorite son. Are you with me? Come on, come on. How many of you, your sibling was the favorite, favorite kid in your family? Yeah. How many of you are willing to admit you were the favorite kid in your family? bunch of favorites bunch of favorites goodness gracious but he was the favorite son right he gave him he gave him he gave him a Gucci coat man like like they, he hooked him up right they're like oh you're my favorite son here buddy you know we're we're going to dress you in the best right and they they hooked him up and and then here comes Joseph who is obviously hated by his brothers come on i saw the first hands come up a little more begrudgingly than the second set of hands right He's hated by his brothers, but here, here we go. One night, Joseph had a dream, and when he told his brothers about it, they hated him more than ever. Come on, somebody. They hated him more than ever. Verse 6, listen to this dream, he said. We were out in a field tying up bundles of grain. Suddenly, my bundle stood up, and your bundles all gathered around and bowed low before mine. His brothers responded, so you think you will be our king, do you? Do you actually think you will reign over us? And they hated him all the more because of his dreams and the way he talked about them. Come on, somebody. Lord, we give you permission to speak to us through your word this morning. God, speak to our hearts. Speak to our spirits. Speak to us in ways that only you can. God, give us comfort. Lord, give us us the, the fire. God, give us the good stuff this morning. Lord, we're asking for the good stuff in the name of Jesus. Amen. Come on. The story goes on, and he has another dream, and he tells his dad about it. He tells his brothers about it again, and and it's pretty much the same type of a dream that they're all going to bow down to him. Come on. Now, somebody tell your neighbor, don't tell everybody your dreams. You know what? you got to be careful who you tell your dreams to. i got to tell you right now because you're going to go through your life, and not everyone is always going to be supportive
6: of your dreams. Are you with me? Right, and, and in the middle of those situations, in the middle of that season of your life, when you have a dream that God has put inside of you,
5: there's a couple things you need to remember. First of all, you need to remember that it's the dream that God gave you. Does that make sense? And then you got to remember who it came from. Remember that it came from God. Because listen, there's going to be people around you, there's going to be circumstances around you that are not going to come into agreement with your dream. Now as we look at Joseph and this dream. He didn't ask for this dream. Let's remember that. God gave it to him, but he didn't ask for it. Are you with me? He didn't ask for it. This led to his brothers being pretty upset with him. They plotted to kill him. They threw him into a pit, and then they sold him into slavery. The first lesson to learn is be careful. Be careful who you share your God-given dreams with. Come on, be careful. Tell your neighbor, be careful. Be careful. And secondly, it's important to remember that God gave you those dreams. Where are my note takers at this morning? Got some note takers? All right, go ahead and write this down. This is what God shared with me a couple of months ago, and I'm living in it right now. It said, your life is not falling apart. It's falling into place. Your life is not falling apart. It's falling into place. It's falling into place. Let's go to Genesis 39, verse 2 as we continue in the story of Joseph. And this is an important part right here. It says, the Lord was with Joseph. Come on, somebody say that with me. The Lord was with Joseph. The Lord was with Joseph, so he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of the Egyptian master. Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. Verse four, this pleased Potiphar, So he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned. Church, it is not our job to figure out our circumstances. It is not our job to figure out why things are happening to us. It is our job to make sure the
6: Lord stays with us. Are you hearing me? Because you can make it through any circumstance as long as the Lord is with you. Are you with me today?
5: Because I know for some of you if it, if I'm experiencing this, I know you're experiencing this. It might feel like your world is falling apart, but the truth is it's falling into place. Are you with me? I know it can be difficult sometimes. The circumstances and asking God, "Why me?" You know, I look at Joseph and he's 17 years old. He's the favorite son. He gets special treatment and all that he does. And his, his, his dad gives him, gives him his Gucci coat, right, and, and he's doing all these things. And, and then all of a sudden, everything comes against him. What? I was the favorite son. What? God, you gave me these dreams and, and now my brothers are, are coming against me. Come on. You ever feel that? You've done all the right things and it seems like people are coming against you. It seems like circumstances are coming against you. You feel that with me? Right? I'm feeling that for the Oilers today in the name of Jesus. Are you with me? now? I'm just, Chelsea's like, stop talking about that. It's on my mind. It's on my mind. Anyway, anyway. <sighs> Our job is to ensure that the Lord is with us. First Corinthians 10.13 says, The temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. Somebody say, God is faithful. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation. To be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. Come on. Come on. You know what I love about that? It's almost contradictory when you read that sentence. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out. I, I'd like the period to stop right there. Is anybody with me? Right? It would be really good if just God just showed you a way out. <laughs> I don't have to deal with that. I'm good. I'm, I, you know what? Forget the circumstances. I'm going to walk away from this and, yep, another day. Are you with me? But no, he, he doesn't. It, it continues, doesn't it? He will show you a way out that you can endure. Mm, come on, somebody! Come on, somebody! This journey we call life is about endurance. This is not a sprint. I apologize, seniors. I know you made it through high school, but this is just the beginning. the The endurance race has just begun. I know you're going all over the place, all over the world in some cases, going to college, going to new experiences, going to all these things. But the rest of us, guess what? We're all graduating to something, aren't we? Right? We're going on to new things too, experiencing new things in the Lord, experiencing the new things that God has for us. But it's just the beginning. It's going to require endurance. Somebody say it's going to require endurance. Mm. In other words, God will not require you to endure more than you can handle. Are you like me? And you wish God didn't think so highly of you? Come on. Sometimes I'm like, Lord, I know you said you won't give me more than I can endure, but I think you're thinking a little too. Maybe it was the other Justin that you meant to give this to, because I don't know if this Justin can handle this. Are you with me? Come on. Uh, Maybe some of us are going like, Lord, come on. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. A couple of months ago, I was walking around the lake by our house and praying to God and crying, and I can only imagine what my neighbors were thinking. But I heard God say, you could stay right here if you want. You don't have to grow past this. But if you want to, I have to break you. And I went, break me, Lord. I want the fullness of what you have for us. I want to see the fullness of it. And I thought I'd experience that breaking in little things that happened here and there. But I'll be honest with you, this last week has been a breaking. Has been a breaking. It's been a challenge. But here's the thing God said to me at that moment. He said, when it seems like your world is falling apart, it's falling into place. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Lord, don't think so highly of me, please. Makes me wonder how Joseph felt. You know, in Potiphar's house, God is with him. He gets put in charge of everything. Always does the right thing. Surely, things are falling into place now. Somebody say, wrong, wrong, right? My eight-year-old, he does that. He, like if we're if we're incorrect about something, he, he just interrupts right in the middle of the sentence. Wrong, wrong. Just when you think things are falling into place, wrong. Potter's first wife decides he's a good-looking dude, and she wants some of that. And, see, and he still does the right thing, says no way, and runs away from it false allegations are made against him and he gets sent to jail for it man why does god trust us so much sometimes you know what i mean you with me i wonder what i wonder what joseph was feeling in that moment
6: like i did all the right things i did all the right things seems like my world is falling apart again I built it up finally to this place, serving you, Lord, giving you honor, giving you glory, and here we go again. This is happening again
5: for Joseph. Thrown into prison. Come on. Somebody say, but. Genesis 39, verse 21 says, But the Lord was with Joseph in the prison and showed him his faithful love. And the Lord made Joseph a favorite with the prison warden. Come on. Here's, here's the deal. What the enemy tries to trap you in, and he tries to break you, God uses to build you. This is point number two, if, if you're taking notes. The enemy's traps to break you, God uses to build you. Come on. Oh, what
6: the enemy uses to break you, God uses to make you. Are you with me? You are not broken. You are being me, remade in the name of Jesus. Come on. Your world is not falling apart, it's falling into place. When you start to see what God is doing in you and through you, oh, you get excited. Are you with me? Oh, my gosh, this trying week only tells me that we're right on track. Are you with me? Come on, because God's going to do something bigger, something greater. This city is worth fighting for. This nation is worth fighting for. And I'll tell you what, devil, I'm coming. Are you ready?
5: Oh, some of you are like, don't challenge the devil. You're not supposed to do that. Oh, he's not even a challenge. He's not even a challenge. He's just a bug. You guys remember that, that message? Boop. Come on. He's just a bug. He's got nothing. He's got nothing. This This church, God's already spoken so much vision and so much over this church. We're going to touch thousands upon thousands of lives. Are you ready? Oh, it's not for notoriety. It's not so that everybody can go, wow, Pastor Justin, he's so cool. No, it's just so that Jesus can declare his church right here, right now, in the middle of all the craziness. Are you with me? Amen? Come on. What the enemy traps, the enemy's traps to break you, God uses to build you. Genesis 40, verse 5. says, while they were in prison, Pharaoh's cupbearer and baker each had a dream one night, and each dream had its own meaning. When Joseph saw the next morning, he noticed that they both looked upset. Verse 7, why do you look so worried today, he asked them. Verse 8, and they replied, we both had dreams last night, but no one can tell us what they mean. Interpreting dreams is God's business, Joseph replied. Go ahead and tell me your dreams. Mm. They each tell their dreams to Joseph, and he interprets their dreams. For the cupbearer, it was that he would have his old job back and then he'd get to go be with Pharaoh again. And what he said to him at that moment, he said, "Hey, don't forget me. When 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 God when when you when this happens, when this comes to pass, don't forget me. That way maybe I don't have to stay in this prison." Are you with me? Come on. How many times you want to know where your freedom lies in? It's finding finding the glory in other people's dreams. Are you with me? Supporting other people's dreams. Oh, do you want to be pulled out of your pit? Do you want to be pulled out of your prison? It's supporting other people's dreams. Are you with me? Doing God's will right in the middle of everything. He did the right thing
6: at the worst place. Are you with me?
5: Is anybody here today? Are you still doing all right? Do I need to scream more? Is that what it is? Yeah? I need to shout a little bit more? Mm, Okay. All right. Let's do that. He's going to get his old job back. Joseph says in verse 14, to remember me. When you see Pharaoh with hopes of getting out of this prison. Genesis forty one, verse ten, says, Some time ago, somebody say, Some time ago. Some time ago you were angry with the chief baker and me. This is the cupbearer talking to talking to Pharaoh after he had a had a disturbing dream, a couple of disturbing dreams. And you imprisoned us in the palace of the captain of the guard, verse eleven. One night the chief baker and I each had a dream. And each dream had its own meaning. There was a young Hebrew man. Oh, don't you just love it when you went and helped somebody they don't even remember your name? Come on, somebody.
6: There was a there was this dude. Like that, that predicted my freedom that helped me get to freedom. But he, it was just
5: this guy in prison with me. Come on. There was this young Hebrew man with us in the prison who was a slave to the captain of the guard. We told him our dreams, and he told us what each of our dreams meant. And everything happened just as he predicted. I was restored to my position as cupbearer, and the chief baker was executed and impaled on a pole. Whew. Come on, somebody. Somebody say God's plan is important to him. That's point number three. God's plan is important to him. When I look out into this crowd, I don't see, and when I look at you online, I don't see just another person, just a nobody in the the middle of a crowd. You know what I see? I see purpose. I see purpose. Come on. I, I I see God's will in flesh and blood and spirit right in front of me. If God put breath in your lungs, he put purpose in your life. And you need to understand this. The stuff you're going through is meant to build you, not break you. Are you with me? The stuff that you've been through is not supposed to be hidden. Don't listen to the
6: enemy who tells you that you should be ashamed because of what you've been through. What you've been through is meant to go and set people free. Come on, if, if, if we hadn't seen Joseph go and get stuck in a pit, come on, nobody wants to get stuck in a pit. How many of us might feel like we're in a spiritual pit right now? I mean, in the middle of all this stuff, he gets put in a pit, then he gets put in a prison. I mean, can anything get worse for this guy? But everything
5: had to lead up so he could get to the dream in which God put inside of his heart from the very beginning. You see, it's God's story in your life is important. God's story in your life is important to him. In Hebrews... Chapter 12, verse 1. Reading from the New King James Version for this one. Takes me back to my childhood. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily ensnares us, and let us run with endurance. Somebody say, run with endurance.
6: Run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Come on. He's the author and finisher of our faith. He wrote the book. He wrote the book on your life before you ever took a breath. And guess what? That book is not a tragedy. Oh, it's not. It's a book of overcoming, that you are more than a conqueror, that God has called you to greatness, and you will see the fullness of the Lord.
5: Are you with me today, church? Oh, I hope the whole neighborhood hears it today. I hope the whole neighborhood hears it today because there's so much purpose right here in French Valley. Oh, let the attacks keep coming. It just tells me that the purpose is right here. I'm not, I'm not getting off of this pea patch. I'm not getting off of this garden of lentils. God is doing a work right here, and it's worth protecting, and it's worth fighting for. Are you with me? Oh, we fight for each of us together. When you look at your brother or your sister next to you, you don't know the fight that they're going through right now whether or not their life has purpose. As I wrote this message, I told my beautiful bride that there was going to be somebody here that needed to hear this message. They needed to hear that their life had purpose. They needed to hear that the fight you're fighting isn't meant to break you, it's meant to build you. It's meant to make you stronger. Give God the permission to break you. Oh, that's one of the scariest prayers. Our, our men's group, our fight club, here's a, here's a little, I know we're not supposed to talk about fight club, it's the number one rule of fight club, we don't talk about fight club, but in fight club, we, we, we talk about this. We talk about purpose in our life. We talk about who God created us to be. And we know that the enemy tries to come against it. We know that the enemy tries to redefine it so that we we sit as a lion, just tame right before. But really, we're wild. Come on, somebody. You were meant to be a fighter. You were meant to be a fighter. I had a nervous breakdown. I had an emotional breakdown a couple weeks ago, and, and, my, and my brother Pastor Rudy, some of you know who that is. He's the, he's the pastor that puts on flak jackets and goes and saves girls. Come on, somebody. And he said, Justin, you're a warrior. You need to be go and be a warrior. Come on. Our Jesus is the lion and the lamb. Are you with me? Sometimes you have to be the lion. Sometimes you have to fight for what's right. Are you with me? And that's Jesus. That's our Jesus. He comes in like a lamb, but he's there to fight our battles with us. You are not alone. Amen, church? Worship team, you guys did incredible today. You broke some stuff in the spirit. All of you, thank you so much for putting your putting your craft and, and using that to glorify God. Hmm. This is it right here, you guys. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Who for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right throne of God. The right hand of the throne of God. You guys, you're not alone. You're not alone. I know the author personally of the book that's being written right in front of me right on that couch right on right on you while you're driving down the freeway god's writing a book that he's not done with yet and you can't quit now don't quit now if you close the book up you'll miss the whole the best part are you with me you ever stopped reading a book right at the best part you ever you you like me and you hate those cliffhangers they put at the end of a tv show make you wait till next week Are you with me? Let's not wait till next week to see the fullness of what God wants to do in your life. Let's not wait another Sunday to give him permission to build you, to break you and build you. One of the things I loved about the Marine Corps, and I wish everybody had an opportunity to go through, was boot camp. Boot camp broke me. It broke me emotionally, broke me physically. Made me, made me think that I was worthless, and then they built me up to believe that I could do something with my life and be a, be a hero. And I wish that everybody had to go through that. Because if you really knew what you could handle, you wouldn't be complaining about what you're complaining about now. Come on. Come on. God made you bigger than this. He trusts you. He believes in you. He's writing the book. Are we going to continue to believe our lies that we tell ourselves, that the world tells us, that the enemy tells us? Or are we going to believe the word of God, that he's the author and finisher of our faith? He will finish the book. He will finish what he started in you. That dream
6: that ended up in a pit, that dream that ended up in a prison, that dream that sat for two years, two years after you interpreted the dream of the cupbearer. Oh, I forgot about that dude. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the
5: Hebrew guy that's in prison. Yeah, he knows how to interpret. Treatment. I was meant—I meant to tell you two years ago. Sorry about that. I'm so I'm sure Joseph is like sitting there, going, "Like, whatever happened? I hope I hope I was wrong. I hope they both got killed, huh? <laughs> that freaking guy. He better not have forgotten about me, right? Come on. I know some of us wish that in the middle of our prisons, in the middle of our pits, that the person that we helped. Oh man, why'd I help that guy? Why'd I help that guy? God's timing is perfect. God's timing is perfect. Something is breaking in the spirit right here, right now, in this place. Something's breaking right here. The chains are falling. The chains are falling off of people. Expectations are falling off of people. I believe that God has a purpose in this place, in your family, in you, in you. I believe God's got a purpose for you. And if you'll step into it with him, he'll show you. He'll bring purpose to your pain. He'll bring purpose to your prison. He'll bring purpose to your pit. And then your palace moment.
6: Oh, you'll know God so well. One of, the, one of my favorite parts about Joseph and all this is that it, when it comes to pass, he doesn't get arrogant. Oh, he knows
5: this is what God meant. My brothers, my family, they'll all bow down to me. And he had an opportunity to just cut them down. They didn't deserve his love. But he's able to just put that hand out. You know what? A lot of us have sinned against God. We've messed up. God gave us another chance and we messed up again. And then he gave us another chance and we messed up again. And you know what? Maybe, maybe you're years down the road now and you're just like, oh, I'm barely making it into church. Just so I could see my young person get celebrated for graduation. But I got to be honest. I don't I didn't want to be here. I'm sick of the hypocrisy of church. Can I tell you that Jesus is too? No one's more sick of the hypocrisy of church than Jesus. When he spoke to his disciples, he said, "They will know you by your love." They will know you by your love. I pray that people know church and they know God by our love. Are you with me, church? I have some dreamers in here. Some of you are like, I don't know if I have to go through a pit and a prison and all that. I don't know. I don't know if I want to be a dreamer anymore. If that's your response, then you're human. Welcome to the club. Because that's my response too. Wondering if I have everything that it takes to get through this pit, to get through this prison, to get through these things, to experience the fullness of who God is and what he wants to do. And sometimes all you can hold on to is he is the author and finisher. He's not done yet. It's not over yet. Come on. Who was excited the first time when they figured out at the end of a Marvel movie, if you keep waiting through the credits, there was a little thing. You remember when that first happened and you were like,
6: oh my gosh, did you guys watch all the the way through the credits, right? This is what it's like right now. You might think your story's over. You might think that it's done, but we're not done yet. Oh, it continues right here, right now. God is making a move, and he's going to make a move in and through you. He's not done with you yet. Today's not the day. The credits aren't done rolling. Oh, wait, there's more. There's more.
5: That dream wasn't a fake. God wasn't just making fun of you and teasing you with a dream that was never going to come true. God gave you a vision because he wants to see it come to pass. He wants to see the fullness in it. He wants to see the fullness in your life. Just like He did with Joseph. Our job is to make sure that the Lord is with us. That's all you need. In these seasons, that's all you need. As long as the Lord is with you, that's all you need. Oh, false accusations will come. I've had plenty of them. I've been called a coward. I've had people think that I'm not following through on things and but I'm, I promise you, God is not done with me yet. He's not done with you yet. He's not done with us yet. Are you with me? He's not done with the United States of America yet. As long as there's breath in our lungs, there's purpose in our life. I believe in this country. I have, I have
6: friends who died for the ideals of this country. And I refuse to believe that God is done with this country. Do you hear me today, church?
5: I hope I'm not scaring too many people. God's not done yet. God's not done yet. You're in the middle of fighting your battles. God's not done yet. God's not done yet. God's not done yet. Today is an opportunity to see those chains fall off. Those things that have held you back, have made you believe something that God didn't write. Chains falling. Come on. Holy Spirit, move in this place today. Touch my brother Mitch in his bed. I know he can hear my voice. Touch my brother Mitch and tell him, You're not done with him yet. 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 You're not done with, not done with my brother in his prison. You're not done with him yet. Come on, you're not done with those couples and those people that we're talking with. You're not done with them yet. God,
6: you're not done with Livingstone's Church yet. You're not done with Pastor Justin yet. You're not done with the person sitting in your chair right now. He's not done with you yet. Oh, it's just beginning. It's just beginning. Stand to your feet. Come on, let's give glory to God this morning.
0: Chains falling I hear the chains falling I hear the chains falling I hear the
1: chains falling I,
0: fallin'. I hear it, I hear it I hear the chains falling I hear the chains falling. I hear the chains falling. I
5: hear the chains falling. You've been through a lot. You've experienced a lot. You've had your own pit moments. You've had your own prison moments. This message could have been a part of that prison break series. God's not done with you yet. God's not done with you yet. He's just beginning. Whether you just graduated this year, your class of 2021, or your class of 1941, it doesn't matter. He's not done with you yet. He's not done with you yet. I love how... Paul speaks to Timothy and he says, don't let them despise your youth. But can I also say, don't let anybody despise your age, period. Doesn't matter if you're 100 years old in here. Oh my goodness, my my beautiful bride's great-grandmother was sharing the gospel at 98 years old. Passed away in 2012. First time I met her, I'd, I'd met some old people in my life. Are you with me? Come on. It's okay to call somebody 98 years old old, okay? Because you're old, right? And I went in there thinking that this woman's mind is going to be gone. We're just going to go and say hi to Grandma and then head out. I remember walking up to her, and and she's all hunched over, kind of exactly what I expected. Her body's kind of giving out. She barely lifted her head just a little bit to see Chelsea. And she said, Chelsea, my girl, is that you? It's me, Grandma. Then she looked over at me. That must mean that you must be Justin, my Marine Corps buddy. And I was like, how did she know that? And she started singing the Marine Corps hymn. And I was like, this is incredible. I pretty much had my phone out the rest of the time just recording this woman. I put it on YouTube. I was like, this is insane, the stuff that she remembered. She was telling stories about when she was... 15 years old and scandalous because they weren't allowed to dance back then. And she'd go to a barn with all these other kids and go dancing. And she said, I knew it was a Tuesday because my dad got the newspaper. We couldn't afford the newspaper, but he got the newspaper for like a couple weeks and then then we went dancing on a Tuesday. Before we left, she she recited John 3.16 both in English and in German. And I knew that God still had a purpose for her life because there was still breath in her lungs. That there were people that that were cleaning her up every day, hearing the gospel, hearing the good news. God's not done with you yet.
6: I hear those chains falling.
5: They're falling off of you. All that stuff the enemy said, you have to carry this. Look, at you have to carry this. You've been through too much. You've done too many things. You have to carry this. It's your responsibility to carry this. Can I tell you something? When Jesus went to the cross and he said, it is
6: finished, he took the responsibility for you to have to carry anything right in that moment. You don't have to carry that stuff anymore. I hear them chains falling. Come on.
0: I hear the chains falling, I hear the chains falling,
5: I hear the chains falling. If you're here this morning and you have yet to give your life to Jesus, I believe that every time I have a mic, I have an opportunity to give somebody an opportunity to know my my Lord and Savior. Today's your day. Don't wait another week. My brother Mitch didn't know he was going to get hit on his motorcycle over here on Winchester Road. He didn't know. But praise God he had a relationship with Jesus. Praise God that that, that he's alive and well right now. Life's going to look a little different for him from here on out. But if, he, if it would have ended that day, we know where he'd be. If you can't see the same, then today's your day. Today's your day. If you're not sure where you would be if, if you got hit right at that, at that junction, if you're not sure, then let's make sure we know today.
6: And all you have to do, listen, it doesn't mean that you start coming to church every week, looking perfect, making sure you wear the Gucci jacket when you come. Right? It doesn't mean that everything has to be fallen into place so that you can serve and be a part of God's kingdom. What it means is that Jesus forgave you of your sin. That from today forward, you are a brand new man, a brand new woman, new in Christ Jesus. So if that's you this morning,
5: I want you to pray something like this. It's less about the words in which you say and more about in how, and how your heart is when you say it. I've had some conversations with God where I used choice four-letter words that I learned in the Marine Corps. They were good conversations where He spoke to me. Not saying it was the best heart in which I did it, but I, I meant what I said and I talked to Him and He talked back to me. And Wherever you're at right now, you're driving on the freeway listening to this message. Wherever you're at right now, you're sitting in, in these chairs right here in the middle of a parking lot. Wherever you're at right now, if God's speaking to your heart and you're saying, that's me, I want to give my life to Jesus, I want to experience really knowing God, how to hear him, how to hear his word, how to hear him speaking to me, I want to experience his love. If that's you here this morning, can you raise your hand for me real high? With every head bowed and every eye closed, this is focusing on Jesus right now. If that's you, raise your hand real high for me. I'm just going to pray for you. I don't see any hands out there. That's all right. That's all right. I love that we have that camera because all kinds of people all over the world are watching. And God's speaking to people all over the place. And you know what, if you're here and you're just afraid to raise your hand, it's okay. Listen, God still cares about you and he's not done with you yet. So if this, if this applies to you, you pray something like this. You say, Dear Jesus... Please forgive me for my sin, for being broken, for doing the wrong thing over and over again. God, I'm sorry. I give my life to you today, and I ask that you would use me. Show me who I am in you. Show you my value in the kingdom. And God, I commit my life to you today. Every piece, all the broken stuff, all the good stuff, I lay it down at your feet, and I ask you to come in and be my Lord and Savior. I renounce my old self, and I want to be made brand new. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me, and thank you even more for raising yourself from the dead on the third day to prove that you are God and that I can be one day with you in heaven. I give my life to you today in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Amen. Come on, lift up a shot in this place. Lift up a shot in this place.
6: Somebody's eternity is changing right now. Oh, it's over. It's over. This game is called We Win. We Win. I've read the end of the book. Guess what? The devil's a liar, and we win.
5: will give you life when you read God's word and you let him speak to your heart he'll change you from the inside out are you tired of trying to fake it on the outside I know I am I'm tired of faking it on the outside
6: hey Judah how are you buddy
5: that's my baby boy he's got got his ice skates in the car he wants to wear them everywhere he's going to be a hockey player come on somebody he's not playing for the penguins though love you You might play for the penguins that's fine i'll be all right with that we do have yellow and black for our church color so i guess it's okay father god i just pray over our our church today our church body that's here physically and our church body that's all over the world god i pray for your church for your bride who you are preparing for eternity and god i pray over each of us I pray that shame falls off of people right now. Your word says that you hung shame on the cross. We don't have to carry shame anymore. So Lord, I just speak shame off of people right now in the name of Jesus. Let your love, let your love just permeate in this place. Blanket over this place. Blanket over this house. Blanket over the homes that are represented here today. God, you know the needs. You know the needs. You know the financial needs, the struggles. You know the spiritual struggles, the depression. You know. But God, I'm so glad you're not done with the story yet. You're not done with us yet. You're not done writing that book. You are the author and finisher of our faith. Help us finish well, Lord. Help us finish well. Help us see the fullness of what you have for us. Thank you, Jesus. We give you full permission. This is your church. This is not Pastor Justin Chelsea's church. This is your church. Do with it what you will, God. Break us. Help us to grow. Grow our capacity. Grow our ability. Grow our love for one another and our love for your people. Grow our ability to evangelize and reach the city. God bring out leaders in this place I pray for the leaders that haven't revealed themselves yet Father that you give them a purpose right here in this city right here in this church to go and change the world together it's good to just sit in silence for a minute because he's so good so good. God, you're so good. Mm. You're so good.
0: God, you're so good. Mm.
5: He's so good. <laughs> we love you church. We love you church. Today's the day of salvation. Today's the day of freedom. Today's the day to walk out your purpose. No matter what comes at you this week, the Lord is with you. The Lord is with you. Do well to him. The Lord is with you. No matter what you're going through, the Lord is with you. We love you. Have an incredible week. Invite somebody to church next week. We're going to have some fun. It's going to be awesome. Love on our grads. Tell them how awesome they are. Tell them that life's going to be all sunshine and rainbows from here on out. We love you. Have a great day.